The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're tuned into an all-new edition of LB's Fresh Cuts on the Ole Miss Spirit. I'm Brian Scott Rippey. We're going to get going here in a minute, but first, let's hear from LB's Meat Market. LB's Fresh Cuts with Brian Scott Rippey is brought to you by who else? LB's Meat Market. The preeminent butcher shop in Oxford, Mississippi. The place to go for any and all of your meat needs. Just right now, they've got the Lane Train Special, a six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet for $10. they got fresh seafood, grill packs, and a lot of different types of sausages. Put simply, if your grill is in need of meat, the only place to go in Oxford, Mississippi, is LB's Meat Market. Give them a call today at 662-259-2999. That's 662-259-2999. Stop by and see them at 2008 University Avenue. That's just across the street from Kroger. It's LB's Meat Market, your butcher shop in Oxford, Mississippi. LB's Fresh Cuts is back. We've got another edition this week, the podcast about horse racing, gambling, and meat. We got to come up with a cool tagline or something. The, the three ingredients we have going on this show are too good for not not to have some catchy tagline that you put on a t-shirt. So let's, let's stew around in my brain, Greg's brain, listener's brain for a little bit, and we'll just see where things take us. With that being said, what's up, Greg? What's going on? Uh, man, just... Uh... Been grinding away, getting the store ready for the weekend, and we're uh, we're we're good to go. What do we got going on at the store uh, at the moment? Uh, anything hot, hot and crazy? Uh, this is your time to make the listener sound hungry or seem hungry. Well, uh, Lane Kiffin finally came in the store and ordered and got a lane train. So he oh kind of, buried kind of, the lead. Did take us through that experience. Well, uh, you know, I was uh, driving my golf cart and uh, drinking beer like I normally do in Cobo and. Got a um, 
picture of the uh, credit card receipt, so I wasn't there. So it, I was I was very bummed. But that he, is devastating. Uh, yeah, he came in at five fifty nine and uh, um, came in, got store, uh, got some, got a couple land trains. He kind of laughed at it. At it, he's like, you know, I've never bought anything with my name on it. So uh, took a picture of it, uh, and it was just yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, he came in the other day. So, I mean, that's always a, a good, uh, w- we've got a, uh, credit card receipt wall of fame going and it's, uh, we've got, and it's pretty, you know, there's some pretty, uh, high profile names in there. That's, uh, that's pretty interesting. A lot to unpack there. Who was manning the store when he came in? Uh, I've got, uh, Cam, I've got a, 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 a college kid that helps me out and, uh, he closes the store during, you know, the week. And uh, so he, he was he was there and, you know, uh, he's a, an LSU fan. So, he uh, you know, he didn't notice him at first until he pulled the mask down. And so uh, so we were making fun of him because, you know, he's an LSU fan. That's why he didn't know, uh, notice Lane Kiffin when he came in. So. Did he but shit his it, pants uh, or did yeah, he play it cool? It's, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I wish I was there. And, um, you know, I'm real good friends with Coach Malloy and um, he – I text him and he's like, I, he told me he was coming in and, you know, he, he kind of, uh, he kind of, you know, picks on Lane. He goes, so how did you get to LB's? Cause you know, Lane doesn't drive anywhere, anywhere. And he, you know, was just like, Oh, I drove. And you know, that was just kind of the funny joke uh, between the two that they have. Cause Lane doesn't drive anywhere. Supposedly. That is interesting. Yeah. He, he, uh, we had a press conference a while back when I was still in Oxford uh, talking about how he got lost between Vaught Hemingway and Swayze, trying to drop Jerry and Ely off at the baseball field, which seems incredibly difficult to do, given that you can <laughs> see one one from the from the other. That's pretty nuts. So, who is on this Wall of Fame? Like a receipt? Oh man, there. let's see. We've got um, we've got Eli. We've got Lane Kiffin. Um, we've got um, there's a, there, we don't know. The this kid came in. He made the Wall of Fame. He was so messed up that he did. He he couldn't. You know, he was tr- he just scribbled his name on the bottom, but it wasn't near the bottom. It was like just over the the total. So, uh, 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 yeah, that was kind of funny. So, uh, but how yeah, often I'm do you get think, intoxicated man, I mean, patrons? Uh, I'm man. Yes, we get a lot of. We have. We have a lot of intoxicated friends. I mean, you know, what's better way to do is go get you some beer and get you some meat and hang out and have a good time. I mean, I mean you can't go wrong. <laughs> no, you can't go wrong. But usually the meat and the purchasing of the beer comes before the consumption of it. Yeah. I just, I mean, I would get it if you were serving late night food next to roosters, but you're kind of, you're not necessarily a standalone, but you're not near any like, watering holes i just that's surprising to me i'm surprised at how often you get guys liquored up wanting some lane trains well i mean you know it is oxford rippy you gotta consider you gotta throw that into the the, the good point (laughs) (laughs) that is uh that's pretty awesome i'm gonna have to check out the receipt wall of fame next time i uh yeah i come by i mean i know matt luke's on there i know kermit davis is on there um yeah, we don't have pictures and autographs. We have credit card receipts as as at LB's. That's pretty sweet. What uh, all right? So what are we getting into today? We have 
Well, first of all, let's not – well, I thought we were burying the lead by me yabbling on about whatever I said in the first five minutes of this. But then you double-crossed me with an even juicier story with the Lane uh, the Lane, Lane Kiffin coming in and consuming a Lane trade. Have you gotten a review on it? Did he say it was good? Did you hear anything? Um, no, I, I didn't. I mean, he uh, he said he'll come – I mean, he told Cam that he was going to come back. I mean, I think that he kind of enjoyed coming in at 559 and – nobody in the store and you know he can get in and get out you know so um uh i, I think you know i think lbs might be uh his his might his new secret stash probably awesome hell yeah well what i was getting at other than your lead that dropped my lead uh you are a proud horse owner and i think you're keeping it in the back of lbs and feeding it lane <laughs> trains and horse no uh, uh man you know we um uh, the percentage of a first-time winner is, like, under 5%. Like, there's not a lot of horses that win their first race, you know, just strictly because um, they're getting dirt put in their face for the first time. You know, they're, you know they're, it's not a warm-up. You know, it's not a workout. So, it's actual the real thing. So, you know, there's horses that, you know, react to it and, you know, you know, it light switch comes on and they get in the gate and, you know, they, they win. And, uh, you know, I don't have a wife and I don't have a kid and, you know, but I do own a horse and it is basically like my child. I'm, I'm very proud of my Frank and Ducky. How did this happen? Take us through the story. How did you become a horse owner? Well, I mean, I just, I'd always, uh, been, you know, bet on the horses and, um, you know, it's there's two different things. There's betting on a race and then owning the horse that is in the race. It's two totally different feelings. And uh, it, man, I just um, I'm I'm in a I'm in an investment mode. And you know, my mom, you know, uh, is you know questioning my investment moves, which uh, I question my investment moves all the time because you know uh, it's hard to invest money. And you got you know, only thing I can recommend right now is buying Apple before the four to one split you know that's 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 what else i'm doing is uh so i have my two percent of frank and ducky and uh i uh got in another percentage of that american pharaoh horse that i sh uh sent you so we got to think of we got to think of a really cool name for that horse so well uh, that that's what that's what we got that's another project we got to get we got to get a so cool you have stock in two horses Oh, I have, yeah, Rippy, I'm, I'm afraid to uh, give you the number of horses I own. So, uh, oh, so this, I thought this was a first-time deal. So you just own a whole parade of horses. Where do you keep yeah, these things? Yeah, well, I mean, um, there's certain, um, there's certain um, horse affiliates that you can get with, you know, the MyRaceHorse.com. You can click on the app and buy, you know, a share of Authentic, which is .005, which, you know, it's not a lot, but, you know, Authentic is uh, number two on the Kentucky Derby uh, points race. And, you know, uh, it's just one of those things. So, but I, uh, the MyRaceHorse.com is kind of more of a, you're a number. And, okay. You know, um, the people that I've talked to with uh, Uptown, the, the people that own uh, Frank and Ducky, they're called Uptown Charlie Brown. They're out of Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, just, uh, talk to the, uh, talk to the uh, owner and talk to the trainer on the phone and, you know, they just, this is what they do for a living. And, you know, so I pulled the trigger on two shares of it and, you know, you know, you just trust, 
trusting you know the person that's you know with the horse and we saw some videos of it and the horse looked good and so we got some uh got some shares of it so yeah um but yes i own multi i got slightly sassy rogue leader um we've got uh on this harvest moon which is a malibu moon philly uh yeah i mean it's uh yeah i probably need to uh uh, downshift on buying horses though, shares of horses, but it's, it's real fun. I mean, you know, you just, you know, it just kind of, it's kind of addicting, man. I don't know, but, uh, but yes, it's, uh, it's fun. I mean, you know, if you've never been to a horse race, which I've never been to a horse race, but I'm going for sure. I'm going to hot springs whenever it opens back up next year. So it's good to have connections everywhere, I guess. That's uh that's pretty awesome. So if all of you degenerates out there, I did not understand that you could, you, I didn't understand this concept was in place. I didn't know you could just throw in stock in a horse. Okay, yeah. so Brayton, million dollar idea here. How about an Acorns or Robin Hood app for horses? Yeah, and you know, the, my, my racehorse.com is kind of, the, I asked them if they were, because there's a couple, I mean, I just literally was like, you know, I, if I have shares of this horse and somebody else has shares of another horse, you know, why can't we trade or whatnot? And so. <laughs> <laughs> so horse day trading. I, I think the My Racehorse app is their Silicon Valley guys uh, from the people that I've talked to. That I've talked to um, um, uh, some people in Saratoga Springs. I've talked to people, you know, outside of the Keeneland Cell in Lexington. Um, and they're, you know, I, the My Racehorse is basically Silicon Valley guys making a lot of money and buying horses and you know flipping flipping the shares for it. So That's they bought, pretty. If they spent hundred thousand dollars on a horse. They can break down the share package to where they get their hundred thousand dollars back, and they get investors on top of it. That is insane. I didn't know this was a thing. This is really cool. So for which oh, yeah. one? It's some, it's some degenerate gambling shit now for sure. <laughs> pretty bad. I so mean, which one really do we bad. need to like, name? There's no like your your ankles aren't in the water your whole body is in the water and you're just, you know, it's, it's, it's fun, man. I mean, you know, just, I, I mean, you know, I just spend my money on, on things I enjoy and I enjoy watching the horses and, you know, I'm a horse owner and I literally got the uh, winter circle picture and I put it up on the, you know, the wall and, you know, it was just like a real proud moment. And when it, I really wish I had a live reaction the Frank and Ducky race that, that I think I for sure got on bar stools. <laughs> so, so which horse do we need to name? Uh, the, the one I sent you, the American Pharaoh and Counterparty. Uh, American Pharaoh is a triple crown champion. And, uh, that is the dad and his mother, his name is Counterparty. So whenever you're trying to name a horse, you would like to, I mean, obviously we need to have Pharaoh, in the name because it's an American Pharaoh cult. So kind of like, let's see, there's another horse that's a very famous horse called um, AP Indy. So all his um, yearlings are called, uh, have AP in the name. So the, uh, if you look on the Kentucky Derby list right now, there's a horse called Honor AP and that's from the Indy AP line. So. I wanted to do AP, but I don't want to let people think that it's an 
AP Indy horse. It's an American Pharaoh horse. So, but yes, naming a horse makes much less uh, a triple crown champion yearling would is a is I, it's, I don't know. I could uh, I don't know. Will you take submissions amongst the listeners? Can we have yeah, that absolutely. sit in? I mean, I think it'd be great. You know, like, uh, I mean, I um, I talked to Tony uh, Anthony about it, and he's like, look, man, he's like, I train the horse. I make sure the horse is ready to go. You know, uh, I don't name the horses. So, um, but yeah, uh, we're going to try to throw a couple names. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Counting Pharaohs was, was something, you know, but that sounds like a band. Um, Swayze sausage pharaohs. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to do anything meat related to. I agree. That could know. have a couple connotations. I mean, so I can let's stay imagine, away from that. You know, this horse running in the Kentucky Derby, and it's like you know Swayze sausage coming down the stretch. <laughs> you know, I, I just. That would be some great PR for yes, you in a certain baseball field nearby. <laughs> I mean, yes, it would be, but, uh, so yeah, <laughs> I can, uh, but yeah, I could, um, uh, I, I, I'm going to try to get a couple names put together and I'll submit it to Anthony and see what he thinks and, you know, we'll vote on it. But, uh, the thought of, uh, naming a horse is really cool. I mean, it's, uh, there's a lot of options out there. That is, uh, that is pretty incredible. So outside of your horse, Horse development, which is really booming, because I I came up with this plan when we were just being idiots on a podcast like a couple of months back. But you have actually seen this into fruition. Now, yeah, it's, he pretty, is, it's pretty bad. It's really yeah. Bad. He is your horse and not our horse. I was thinking more of like we train this thing ourselves, which I don't oh, even no, know how to no, do that. Uh, I mean, no, have you ever gotten on a horse? No, but don't tell me the sky's the limit when their footprints on the moon. Like I've never gotten on one, but I feel like I could read a couple books and figure some shit out. Well, you know, I, you have the proper size to be a jockey. I, it's I'm, a good I'm point. That is like, a good point. Know, I'm the uh, ideal height and weight. You are. Uh, I mean, we, so you know, we've already got a jockey. I think uh, you can. I think. I think you would be a, a really good first time uh, rider for us. I believe. Check well, back no, next really, Friday to see. That's what that's what money pays for. You pay a trainer and you you know get the horse ready. And if the guy, if the trainer says he's ready to go, he's ready to go. If the trainer says that the horse is not ready, he's not ready. I mean, you know, it's uh it's just like fine tuning an athlete. Um, when that, we had a horse the other day that you know had a chance to run in a race and. He didn't, and the trainers just uh, didn't feel comfortable with doing it. Uh, his his actual race that he was going to run was uh, September 12th, and they just had him on that time frame and uh, a slot open for a uh, you know a pretty good stakes race. And um, you know they just the trainer turned it down, and there were some partners that were really upset about you know turning down it. But you know when the trainer says he's not ready, he's not ready. So you know. I don't pay, you know, you don't pay the trainer not to listen to him. So that's just how I feel about it. That sounds pretty wild. So I think what I'm going to do is go in tomorrow to this job I just started and say, I have this other offer to become a horse jockey, double my salary, or I'm out of here. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I mean, you know, I I mean, we got to work with me. We got to get you on a horse and just see how you react to it. You know, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I don't think you're going to be competing with the, the Ortiz brothers right out the get, but you know, we can send you to a track and uh, get you, get your green uh, off of you and be ready to go. That's a great point. And you know, I mean, you know if the horse is scared podcasts? of me, then I no, don't blame it, but we have an issue. Pod- I mean, who cares about podcasts? Nobody listens to podcasts. 
Nobody listens to you, Rippy. So you, you need to get the future is horse jockey, thing, and we need to get on get you on a horse. Okay, well, if that doesn't work out, we do have some NFL futures to get to today. So now that we've recapped your horse escapades, and I am, we are going to have this is a developing story that will develop in the coming months. So check back next Friday. Yeah. How about Frank, some Frank, Frank and Ducky Ray runs uh, September twelfth at Delaware Park. Be there. That is a beautiful statement. You know what happens two days before that, and fourteen days from this recording, and thirteen days from when the listener is going to listen to this, there will be NFL football, which kind of just sounds nuts, doesn't it? We're going to have Chiefs Texans on September the 10th, two Thursdays from now. I like the over. It's a beautiful time. <laughs> yeah. so it's a beautiful <laughs> sight. I say we save that game in the week ones for the next pod. But I just like to say that out loud. We will have NFL football in two weeks, 13 days from the time you're listening to this episode, possibly 12, depending on when you listen to it. There will be NFL football, and it will be amazing. So, yeah. And we'll go have lots of locks for you listeners out there. So just lock it in. The meat sharp, there is no preseason. He didn't need a preseason. We're going right into it. Let's do – just some quick divisional futures, and then we'll get into the games next week because I find some of these fascinating. Let's start with the AFC East. The odds to win the AFC East are probably as tight as they've ever been. The New England Patriots, the Tom Brady-less Cam Newton New England Patriots, are still a slight favorite at plus 115, according to sportsbettingdime.com. But you have the Buffalo Bills at plus 125, so it's basically the same odds. So that's a neck-and-neck neck division race. You get the Jets at plus 750 and the Miami Dolphins at plus 850, who basically won five games by accident last year while trying to tank because their coaching staff was so good. You get Ryan Fitzpatrick, you get Tua. They've signed some free agents. Anything stand out there? I, I just It, it, it feels I mean, like a sucker we, thing to we, not can take Can we put pass. a small play on the Dolphins? I mean, you know, I think it's just, worth your while. I, it's better. So the Jets I mean, are at 750. you better value. I mean, of course, you, you know, the probably – the play is definitely going to be Buffalo because, you know, their time's been a knocking. Uh, they, you know, they look, you know, they look good last year. And, uh, you know, I think, I think the, the, the value and the long shot would be the Dolphins. But, you know, I think the Buffalo Bills is probably going to be the, uh, the play. I mean, you're not going to get too much back on it, but, you know, it's a, you're going to at least get some back. Yeah, that is very true, but it just almost feels like there's two ways to look at this because I'm, I'm throwing the Jets out of here because like if the Jets at 750 is a nothing burger to me. If you're going to do that, you might as well take the Dolphins, who, in my opinion, have way more upsides than organization and throw it on them because this could be wide open if the Patriots stink. It just kind of feels like a sucker bet, right? Everybody's going to throw all this money on the Bills and somehow the Patriots are going to sleepwalk their way to 11-5. and five. I'm going to go... I'm going to go bullish on the Pats here. I'm going to take the Pats with sprinkling something on the Dolphins because I do think it's worth the while. I mean, you know, like I said, the value is there with the Dolphins, but it's a, it, it can easily be, a, you know, a 500, um, um, 500, you know, wins the league or, you know, something. I mean, I don't know. I just don't see anybody, you know, winning 12 to 10 to, you know, tw- you know games in that league. I agree. 
That's uh, that's going to be a fascinating one to watch. Next one is the AFC North, which is actually very fascinating. The Baltimore Ravens are minus 200 to win this thing. Steelers at plus 340. You get Big Ben back healthy for the first time really since 2018. The Browns at plus 480. Not really a big fan of that. And the Bengals at plus 2600. Unless you're buying into the Browns here, you're either throwing down a lot of juice on Baltimore, or you got you got to believe Big Ben, or you at least believe Big Ben has something left in the tank. That's the only way I see this going. I don't believe in the Browns, so I'm throwing them out. With all due respect, Joe Burrow is not winning that thing. But I'm just, yeah, I don't know I what mean, to make I of think, the Steelers. Uh, I think this is a, uh, you know, if we were at the track, we would be going to, you know, get a beer and a hot dog, uh, and we would pass on this thing. Yeah, um, I don't, just, that's a great way to put it. I don't I like just, this. I just, I just can't put extra money down on guaranteeing Baltimore is going to be the same Baltimore as they were last year. No, and post like the whole Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell thing, you really haven't seen what the Steelers are. I still think Big Ben is a pretty good, is a good top level quarterback even at his age when healthy. But you haven't seen him healthy in quite a long time at this point, and I just don't know what their identity is as a team. Their defense basically kept them in the playoff hunt last year with something named Duck Hodges playing quarterback and Mason Rudolph, which is worth noting. That defense, once they saw, they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, was legit. So I guess if they have a competent offense, that could be a play. I just see Baltimore rolling through the league at like 13-3, and 14-2, something like that again. And I'm just not sure it's worth your money. So unless you want to throw the juice on Baltimore, I'm kind of with you. Just pass on this. The next one is actually very fascinating. The Indianapolis Colts are the odds-on favorite to win the AFC South, the division that's been a pile of crap the last couple of years, despite having two teams make the AFC title game two of the last three years. Titans coming in at plus 165, Houston at plus 300, and the Jags at plus 2,000. Um, One thing is constant here, and it's the Houston Texans to me, because you've got a new quarterback in Phillip Rivers and the Colts. The Titans just signed Tannehill to a huge contract, and when you sign a limited quarterback to a huge contract after he played over his head in the playoffs, it doesn't usually pan out that well, and I say that as a Titans fan. I think the play here is Deshaun Watson at plus 300. He has the third best odds in the division. I'm not betting against that guy, despite how dumb Bill O'Brien is. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, with didn't they, uh, they traded Hopkins, correct? Yeah, and they got David Johnson and a pick, I believe. Which seems really dumb because David Johnson's over the hill. But I just, I mean, if, if Deshaun Watson is taking the field for that team, I'm not counting them out. Yeah, I mean, because he's a winner. I mean, you know, and you always want to put your money on a winner. I mean, it's just uh, that's how it goes. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, kind of skeptical on the the uh, the Colts. I mean, I just, I think I said something about it last week. I just, it feels like Philip Rivers literally would win a go to a Super Bowl the first year out of he leaves San Diego. So. Um, Tannehill's kind of a big, I mean, he's still getting paid by the Dolphins. I mean, you know, so, um, man, and, and Derek, I mean, Derek Henry's a monster and I mean, it's a tough division and I think it's, uh, it can go either way. I mean, you have to put something on it just because there's some good, decent value. But I, I kind of like the Deshaun Watson. I mean, I, 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 I think there's more value on that pick with Houston. Um, it just it seems more uh, reasonable than, you know, putting a plus 165 or on, on the Titans and, you know, they, uh, Tannehill lay, lays an egg. 
Agreed completely. I just, I, and I say that as a Titans fan, like last year was great. It worked. Derrick Henry's a monster. They played a very specific brand of football with a really good defense down the stretch and it worked. I just don't see it working to that level. They didn't even win the division last year. I just don't see it working to that level again. There is a world where the Colts just light this shit on fire. I mean, it's a great roster and if Phillip Rivers can be, you know, half of what he was three years ago, because last year was an abomination. Two years ago was okay. They could light the division on fire. I'm just not betting against Deshaun Watson. I think that's the best value there. So it seems like we're in agreement on that. The next one is hold on to your britches, and let's just see if we can piss in the wind here. The AFC West, the Kansas City Chiefs are minus 390. As jarring as that number is, I would honestly argue it could be higher given what's left in their division. Chargers are plus 700. Broncos are plus 1,100. And the Las Vegas Raiders are plus 1,200. I'll go ahead and take the first stab at this. This is probably a sit out, but if I'm going to throw a, a, a kind of a, a lottery shot at something, I think it's Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos, is it not? I just don't really buy Tua in year one or Tyrod Taylor, and I'm just not that big of a Gruden Derek Carr guy. If I'm having to piss in the wind here, I think I'm going to go Denver. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree on that. I mean, I'm we're getting we're getting to be on the same page on everything which is is bad for the podcast. We got to start I got to start we got to start changing things up, man. It might be uh, good for Vegas or it could be terrible for <laughs> Vegas. I mean, you know, um they uh whenever they inserted Locke as the quarterback those last four or five games, you know, they, they played well and they Denver's always going to have an identity. They're going to run the football, they're you know going to play defense and uh home uh, hold home field advantage, you know. Uh, so, I uh, I think it's a it's a good play. It's just that's just too much juice on um, on Kansas City. That's just I mean, obviously Kansas City is going to win. I mean, there's no, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, I would say a small play on the Denver. I like the Denver move. Um, what's the what's uh, Los Angeles? What's the Chargers? The Chargers are let's see or whatever just... they're called. Los Plus seven hundred. That just doesn't feel like enough. Like I just don't no. buy that. The fact I mean, that they the have better odds than Denver I mean, is surprising. I, I mean, I doubt Hubert is that good. Is that good for? I mean, they need to at least be plus a thousand. I would think. I, I think that number is a little low. I think you're going to get better value with Denver. I like. I like the Denver, but it's just hard to play so much juice on Kansas City, regardless of how good they are. Agree. I think. A second ago, I accidentally say, said Tua or Tyrod Taylor. I was thinking of Justin Herbert. I don't know what the hell I was saying with Tua. But still, the point remains, I'm actually very surprised that Los Angeles has better odds than Denver does. But that being said, Los Angeles' roster is pretty sick. Like, that was one of the best rosters in the NFL two years ago. They just got off to such a terrible start. And they almost beat Mahomes in the division two years ago. And then last year, Rivers was just so bad. But I agree. I think this is a sit-out. I'm probably going Denver if I have to go something here just as a long shot. But uh, that's another sit-out. That's a huge, huge number. This is a fascinating one. Might be the most fascinating one uh, in terms of a two-team race. NFC East. Dallas is minus 105. Philly plus 140. New York plus 900. And the Skins are plus 1,300. I'm not buying the Cowboys this year. Dak Prescott's got a weird thing going on with this contract situation. I think a fully healthy Philadelphia and Carson Wentz would run away with this thing. And yeah. that's who I'm going with. They yeah, they wanted last I'm, year. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Phil. I mean, I. I mean, Dak pooped his pants. I mean, I, I can't. I can't pull the trigger on anything like that. I mean, you know, it's just that. Uh, yeah. 
So yes, Did- give me the Eagles all day all day long. I mean, I know that's not a lot of not not a lot of money back on that number, but um, it's a it's a decent number, and you're getting money back, and you can pull the trigger on a you know a good size, maybe four or five units, you know, and just and uh, and bank on that. But I I, uh, I have to agree with you. I think. I mean, I know C.D. Lamb is is a decent, but they've already. I mean, they traded for um, the guy from the Raiders that used to went to go to Alabama. Um, oh, Amari Cooper. When yeah, they've been I a mean, different I mean, team, they were a different team once they got him. I just they couldn't beat them when they absolutely had to, and it was a it was Carson Wentz and some practice squad guys basically with the division on the line, and they couldn't win last year. I'm just not putting stock into that. I think Philly healthy runs away with this thing. I agree with you on that. NFC North. Minnesota's the odds-on favorite at plus 165, slightly over Green Bay at plus 175. Chicago's at plus 350. I don't buy that at all. Mitch Trubisky's on his way out the door. I just don't buy that. I don't really buy Nick Foles, even if he does take over for him. And then Detroit is at plus 600. I like Minnesota here, I think. But I will tell you one is the Detroit Lions – with Matthew Stafford at quarterback, might be worth throwing something on at plus 600 because there is a world where Cousins sucks. You've got the weird Rodgers thing going on with uh, Jordan Love. I don't really buy the Bears at all, and I not necessarily buy the Lions, but I could talk myself into plus 600, but I would take Minnesota as my pick. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, uh, Trubisky is, I mean, that was just a bad move. I mean, you know, there's certain things that you pull the trigger on and, you know, you trade up, you trade down, or trade all around to try to get the guy, the guy you want. But whenever you pull the trigger and get your guy, and he turns out like that, you just got to part ways with it. So I think that's why they went and got Foles. But I mean, is Foles going to be the answer? I mean, I don't know. I, that Bears defense is good, uh, but is it going to you know win, score touchdowns too? Because the offense, I mean, I just. It's a tough call. I mean, I'm not a Cousins fan. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't see it for some strange reason. Um, I like the D- Detroit Lions uh, in this, uh, with this number. And, I mean, I know, I think, I, I have to agree with you on the Aaron Rodgers and uh, coach situation. I mean, I, I, you know, I just don't, I see Aaron Rodgers dropping a bomb and, you know, getting paid and uh, playing for another team. I mean, I can see Aaron Rodgers going to Las Vegas. That's just me, you know. Um, that would be wild. I mean, it would sell, you know, and, you know, uh, I don't know. It just uh, – I, I see Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, his time's up in Green Bay, and, you know, um, I, and I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't like the Green Bay play at all. I, I do like the Detroit play. I really do. Second to last one before we get out of here. The NFC South, maybe the most fascinating division in football. 40-something-year-old Drew Brees, 40-something-year-old Tom Brady. New Orleans is minus 110 to win this thing. This feels like their last two raw. I think Brees is retiring at the end of the year. The most fascinating team in football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Gronk. That team feels ready to launch. Atlanta's plus 700. New Orleans is minus 110. Tampa's plus 160. I did that out of order. My bad. And then Carolina's plus 1,400. I like Bridgewater okay, but I think they're rebuilding under Matt Rule. If you're going to go value play here, I'm going to go Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan, the team I can't really quit. I get them at plus 700, a team that was in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, added Todd Gurley, whatever's left to him, still okay on defense. 
I'm going to bypass the two biggest storylines here, and I'm going to go Atlanta. But that being said, it would be remiss if we didn't talk about Breeze and uh, Tom Brady. Breeze a slight favorite, slightly better team, I think. But this is going to be a fascinating one-watch playoff. I would go Saints, but if I'm going value play, I'm going Falcons. Uh, well, I'm a Saints fan, so uh, I'm literally going to pull the trigger on the Saints here because I'm not sitting here saying that it's last, it's Drew, Drew's last hurrah, but you know it might be. Uh, but uh, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't give me money to bet on an Atlanta team. I could bet on maybe Ronald Acuna hitting a home run. I mean, I'd feel real comfortable with that. But I'm out on uh, the Falcons. Uh, Sorry, uh, you know, if I just triggered some listeners that are big Falcons fans. But, you know, I'm really not worried about it. But, no, uh, I like – I mean, I like the Saints a lot here. I mean, you know, I just um, – they did some um, moves on the offseason. And I just – you know, Kamara didn't, didn't do what he did two years ago. Well, I don't think the – I don't know if it was the Mark Ingram leaving situation that kind of, you know – didn't make him the same player as he was, but, um, you know, uh, it, it is what it is, but I, you know, you just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go at least two, three or four units on the, on the Saints here. I just, I'm, I, I'm, you know, the Tom Brady deal and the Gronk, I mean, that's, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of bells and whistles with no time to tie it all together. Yeah. I mean, you just, I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not like let's get the band back together and we're going to go to the Super Bowl as soon as we get the band put together. I mean, I know that Tampa Bay has some good, you know, wide receivers and, you know, he's got some good options. I mean, Tom Brady won with a bunch of uh, roster ads, practice player wide receivers. I mean, he never, whenever Moss left, that was his last kind of elite wide receiver, you know, um, and he just gets it done. And, you know, it's kind of scary for him to be in the division. Uh, but I'd stay probably, I mean, the Carolina is, is definitely a big rebuild. Um, you know, you got rule coming in and, um, but they're going to win some games for sure. I mean, they're not going to, you know, win four or five games and, you know, try to go for the first round pick. So, I mean, it's a tough I, division. It's a real tough division, but I'm, I think I'm, that's I'm just going to be a homer. Sorry. I don't think it's a homer pick. I think the Saints win it. But if you're just giving me more value, I would actually like to play Atlanta over Tampa for sure, just based on kind of the DNA there and more. What's I think what's constant is going to be big this year, and what's new because of the lack of a normal offseason is going to have a bigger gap than you think. So I would go Atlanta as my second. But I think New Orleans win this thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, if I had, if I had uh, like a head-to-head matchup versus, you know, with Atlanta and Tampa Bay straight up, and I got – you know, decent, you know, uh, mount back on my dollar, I would definitely go Atlanta uh, on a head up, heads up, straight up. Last one before we get out of here. If the if this, if this the NFC South is the best division in football, I think safe, safe to say the second best or the one that would make the argument is the NFC West. San Francisco leads this thing at plus 100. Seattle's plus 240. The kind of in purgatory LA Rams are at plus 370. And then Kyra Murray year two is going to be really exciting, but not much love from Vegas on the divisional odds at plus 900. I don't know if one thing sticks out here to you, but I would be all over Seattle at plus 240. There's a Super Bowl hangover with the 49ers, and you forget last year, the last game of the year, the Sunday night football game, the Seattle Seahawks rookie wide receiver DK Metcalf, Hodge Podge, 
skill group, decent but not great defense and bad offensive line. We're one yard away from taking the division away from the Niners in a fantastic game with the way that ended. I'm all over Seattle here. Yeah, I mean, we had, uh, we had Seattle money line on that game. Uh, I, I can remember back. Um, I like Seattle, too, a lot. Um, I, you know, I, I, the Super Bowl hangover is really kind of a real thing. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a real thing for Kansas City just because they, you know, you lose a lot of things when you win the Super Bowl, and they really kept pretty much everybody. Um, so, um it's hard not to bet against a, you know, a, a team that, you know, just was in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, you know, San Francisco had that game. Uh, just, you know, kind of fell apart in the fourth. So, uh, it's hard not to, you know, want to take that team to where they were that close and you think they can move forward. But I really like Seattle. I mean, I, uh, DK Metcalf is going to probably have a, a monster year. Um, and, you know, Russell Wilson gets it done, man. He really does. He, uh, he, it just, I, I, I just, I, I, with the whole no having fans, it's just, I think it would be like Seattle and New Orleans would be hurt mostly by all that because they feed off that, off the crowd. So, um, but I, I, I like Seattle here. Agreed. I just don't know what the Rams are. Like, they were in the Super Bowl the year before, kind of got their pants pulled down by Belichick, paid a bunch of veteran dudes a ton of money, and their hands are just kind of tied. I don't really buy into that. I think Seattle's a steal here. So, we end on an agreement. That was a uh, another solid addition of Fresh Cuts, dude. I appreciate it. We're going to follow your horse escapades. I'm going to write these down, and we're going to revisit these in January when it's playoff time. But Yeah, uh, we're going we're gonna to have to do a little... Uh... Maybe uh, we've got the Kentucky Oaks coming up. We got Swiss Skydiver versus Gamine. So, uh, okay. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure uh, every listener was like, WTF, what was that? But uh, Swiss Skydiver is a horse, and she is a damn good horse, and Gamine is Bob Baffert's uh, best filly right now. So, uh, it's kind of like a little showdown match race thing going on. But, yes, Kentucky Oaks uh, coming up this weekend, so – we need to get a little plug in on some horses. You heard it from the man himself. We'll keep you monitored on the horse and the NFL locks. Until next time. Appreciate it, dude. As always. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.